Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. And welcome back to Coast to Coast. George Norrie with you. Penny Pierce back with us. She was last with me back in October of 2017. Very respected international expert on intuition and perception. She's a gifted clairvoyant, an empath, a visionary, and a pioneer in the intuition development movement. She has worked around the planet as a coach and trainer to business and government leaders, psychologists, scientists, and those on a path of spirituality since 1977. And you know what, Penny? You still do a remarkable job for new people, too, don't you? Thank you. It's good to be back, George. How are you doing? How are you fighting COVID? Everything okay? I am fine. I'm wearing my mask and doing all the right things. And um, But, you know, uh, I think the pandemic is sort of a paradise for introverts. So that's, <laughs> my life is not that different <laughs> sometimes than, than it was before. Yeah, those people who are used to meeting other people and going out, they're going nuts now these days. Yeah, yeah. So there, there's enough on Zoom these days that, you know, it's almost as if you've been going out. How many books do you have out there now? Ten. Good for you. I mean, yeah. I know about transparency, leap of perception, frequency. You've got seven others out there. The Intuitive Way was the first one. It's a course on intu- intuition development. And then there's a couple of books on dreams, Be the Dreamer, Not the Dream. And, yeah, so a lot of different subjects. If we were going to give you a flat-out title, what would that be? Would we say that you're the intuitive one, the clairvoyant one? Well, you know, when what? I was in San Francisco working with the Center for Applied Intuition, they coined a term expert intuitive rather than psychic. Uh-huh. Because they wanted it, because we worked with scientists for a while, you know, and more grounded kind of things. So that was one term, but I really feel like my main theme is personal transformation, you know, so uh, maybe a transformation expert or something. What is penny intuition to you? Another term for it would be direct knowing. You know, it is not logic and not left brain perception where you're analytical and you're, you know, giving meanings to everything. It's a, almost a, like, direct connection with the, what would you call it, the imaginal realm, the whole realm of, of all knowledge. And when you ask a question, you get the answer immediately. You get an answer that's appropriate, let's say, for that moment immediately. Part of the physical brain, or is it outside of it? I think it's related a lot to the right brain. But I think it's also related to body sensitivity, to the heart, you know, to energy sensitivity, as we're getting into more empathic mm-hmm. senses now. You know, you, we get impressions. And, and I think we're, <clears throat> we're all becoming very sensitive these days so that we're picking up energy information that's preverbal. You know, it's, it's just like animals do, you know, and, um, and we're having to learn how to decode some of that stuff so that we maybe get our insights at an earlier stage. And, um, but, but I think everybody has that sense that life is accelerating and, and time is getting faster and faster. Almost everything's kind of coming in, I think of it as this vast present moment, you know, and that has swallowed up the past and the future. <laughs> and everything's really in this huge oneness at this point. Somet- sometimes too fast. Have you ever met anybody, Penny, that was just so intuitive? I mean, it just boggled your mind? I, yes, I have 
known a couple of trance mediums that were um, amazingly accurate about everything they talked about. Um, almost like they just, <clears throat> excuse me, were talking right out of what we would call the Akashic Records, yeah, you know, like yeah. the memory banks of the planet. They just knew things, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think that's a real special gift. But the way I talk about things, it's kind of like, well, everybody can develop your intuition. It's a natural human gift. You know, it's not to be so weird and special. Um, I, I'd like to make it more like the new normal. <laughs> I've, I've noticed with me, Penny, over the years that the more I interview experts like you, the more intuitive I tend to be. I mean, just, you know, in yeah. there's funny little things happen. You know, I've even done some experiments, and they seem to always work. It's bizarre, you know, and I get this kind of this little feeling right before it happens that, I know what's going to happen. I know it. I know what's going to. It's not deja vu. It's not one right. of those feelings. But it's right. just. It's a recognition feeling. Yeah, it's That's like what like. I've been noticing lately too is that my intuition is becoming more alert to very subtle states of being. For instance, you know when to leave the house to be on time, or um, when to call somebody back, or. Um, do I want to eat something right now or, or in a half an hour? Yeah. You know, ordinary things. But some of them are larger, like answers to big problems I'm working on. And, um, but there are states in your body, actually, you know, like a certain sort of feeling state, and then suddenly it's now, you know, or do it now. And, and what you're describing is a state of <clears throat> kind of a sense of recognition of something that's going to be accurate. And I'm starting to react to my intuition much more than I did years ago. You know, years ago, you get that little feeling, that little voice in your head, like, don't do this, don't do that. But now I'm acting on it, and uh, it's pretty remarkable. I mean, I can, I can feel it. It is. It's kind of a, the more you work with intuition, I think the more you trust the flow, <laughs> if you want to call it that. Or you trust what arises in your present moment as a next thing to pay attention to. And you notice these things more. So I, my practice now is like, notice what you're noticing. Because everybody notices different things throughout the day. And that's the way we make life meaningful to ourselves. That sequencing of things that you notice. And then I have a dialogue with myself. Well, why did I just notice that? Yeah, exactly. Right? And what am I trying to show myself? What am I trying to tell myself here? I used to beat myself up, basically, for not reacting to my intuition. It, I guess I learned the hard way. Well, sometimes you just gloss over it, because I think we're so programmed into the left brain, which is all very language-oriented and visual often. You know, it's um, that the intuition often comes quietly through the body like like you said it's through a almost like a, an expansion or a contraction of your energy you'll and true you have what i call truth and anxiety signals that you can pay attention to in the body if you contract and then that could be in any of the parts of the body like uh, if i i hear something that's not quite true i'll feel my chest contract like I'm almost having a heart attack if it's really bad. You really? Know, really okay. the wrong thing. Not a good or feeling. Other people, their t their throat gets tight. You know, they, they have 
um, a feeling of being cold, like the energy withdraws from the hands and feet and comes up to the center of the body, if it's an anxiety kind of thing or a lie. But then if it's truth, you know, people almost know that. They say, oh, I got chills. It's energy releases and starts to become, starts to flow, and you warm up and things bubble and you feel good. You lean toward things. If it's anxiety, you, you, you actually feel repelled a bit. And you can start to pay attention to those subtle states. Yeah, you can. There's no, there's no question about it. We're with Penny Pierce, and of course, her name's spelled differently, first and last name different. Now, who did that to you, your parents or you? Thank you, Mom and Dad, yeah. <laughs> it's E-Y on the first and E-I on the second. It's a little reversal there. Yes. Oh, that's good. Now, in your book, one of your books, I think uh, your last book was Transparency, Seen right. Through Our Expanded Human Capacity. Yeah. What do you mean by transparency in this context? Yeah, I mean, most people understand it as like about information. We're right, Come, coming forward oh, with talking. it and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you can, we're not hiding anything. But when you think of it in terms of our own, you know, spiritual development, to me it has to do with dissolving and getting rid of the fears that we have, um, old wounds, old ideas and beliefs that uh, we, we've created so that we wouldn't have to face a fear, that we've avoided things, we've stuffed things down in the subconscious. And that acts like a, a little shadows, let's say, or dark spots where the light can't get through. So the more you face your fear and clear it and understand it, you clear things, actually, by understanding how you got it in the first place, that it wasn't a full-on understanding of whatever was happening to you then, a partial perception, perhaps. But as you clear it, more of your soul energy, your, your own natural light and clarity can come through to you. And as you do, you actually start to look brighter. You know, your eyes shine and you, your skin kind of glows, and people respond to that. They can feel it in your energy field. Um, so transparency is really, to me, it's about the idea of let yourself be exposed. Don't hide. You don't have to tell lies. You don't have to wear masks. You don't have to, you know, you that kind of mask. Those masks, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, um, put on airs. Try to be something you're not. And um, be human. Be authentic. And as you do, you can start to see through the lies around you. Do you use intuition personally a lot? Oh, <laughs> yes, constantly, constantly, and and I it's it's very integrated into daily life now. So I I do process like what why am I thinking that why did I notice that what's going on here, and like a mindfulness kind of practice all day long, and I notice my body when it gets dull or contracted or. Um, an energy, I always think the energy waves are flowing through us constantly um, because I think the planet is accelerating and it, it comes in waves. Um, and, and it's probably way more beyond the feeling of, hey, when am I going to be on coast to coast again? And then the phone <laughs> rings and it's the producer, right? <laughs> right, right. Well, it is, you know, I used to be, when I was first starting out <clears throat> and I would get clients, and then I'd have a big rash of clients for a while, and then I think, boy, um, I am t I'm t getting tired. I'm a little overwhelmed. I'm not having enough me time. And then suddenly, the clients would dry up, 
nothing would come. And I would think, oh, there's something wrong with me. You know, I, I'm not doing a good enough job. But then I would have all this downtime, and then at the end of the downtime, I would think, I'm so bored. I, you know, <laughs> I, I need to, to social contact and to get going and do something. And then the clients would start up. And I didn't put it together until later that I was actually, like, expressing my request to the universe. And, and I shouldn't blame myself for either of those states because I was getting exactly what I needed. What is the shift, Penny, into the intuition age, which you talk so much about? Yeah. Well, it's all due to this acceleration, I think. And if you back up a little, you can see that, you know, we had the industrial age, right, way back yeah. then. And, and that was machines and stuff. And, and the machines accelerated, and we went from, like, the printing press, you know, up to the computer. And then as, as we got faster and faster, the, the computer launched us into the information age. So we went basically from body, which was mechanistic, to mind, the information age, mm-hmm. which is where we are now. But at this point, there's so much data, we can't process it in the same way that we used to, which is in a linear way, bite by bite by bite, little piece of logic, little bit of this, little bit of that, and then put it all together and try to integrate it. Um, it's just, we're going too fast. So we're overwhelmed, and I think we're at a point now where we've accelerated again into um, what I'm calling the intuition age, which is spirit, basically, where you have direct knowing. You can go into your right brain and know things all at once, quickly, and then it, it kind of filters in and decodes all by itself and then goes into the left brain and makes itself meaningful. So... As we move into this intuition age, I think intuition is going to be very normal. You know, it's going to be the way of doing things. And so is something like empathy and telepathy. And all those things that used to be called supernatural will be natural. And there's no doubt about that. Now, one of your other books is called Leap of Perception. Mm -hmm. Tell me about that. That is the story of how our perception is actually changing now to create transformation. And, and what I mean by transformation is it's not just change. It's a shift of actual dimension in a way. It's like, you know, if you put a bunch of dots together, you get a line. If you put a bunch of lines side by side, you get a plane, you know, a two-dimensional realm. And then if you put a bunch of planes together, you get a cube. Well, what's next? You know, and I think the intuition age is taking us into a new kind of perception, which is spherical and holographic, which is a little hard to describe. Because, but it, that book is all about how to how that works and what happens in the brain. But basically, we're coming into, like I said before, a huge, vast present moment where everything exists inside a huge ball. You know, your reality is a sphere around you. And, and in that ball are millions and billions of different kinds of frequencies. You know, like your, if you just look at your reality right now and spread it out, out around you, mm-hmm. you know, it's a ball. And you have trees in it and walls of your house and your furniture and people and air and everything. And it's all there coming out of that unified field of energy, taking different shapes. But it's all in you. 
and and this is a different way of seeing things because there's no outside world that way. It's all part of the big you. And that means that fear starts to dissolve because fear only exists when you have separation and okay. something's out there and then could do something to you. Can people do this naturally or do they need to have someone like you, an empath, teach them this? Well, I think the book helps teach it. You have to get a, I call it a different inner geometry. <laughs> you know, like we think in linear terms now. We have beginning, middle, end, past, present, future. Um, and things, a goal is over there on the line out there, and there's supposed empty space between the dots on the line. Um, but in this new reality, everything's in the moment with you, and you can have instantaneous results. I'm, I'm seeing that even now with a lot of, of healers that I know who are starting to find that there's instantaneous healing happening. Is something changing in the universe to allow this to happen at such greater levels? Well, you know, I've had some visionary dreams about this, and I was told in one of the dreams that there was a, an event in the cosmos. I don't know what it was, but it was like gears were turning and, and energy was coming in waves through, like maybe it's planets, I don't know, but, the, but coming through and it would affect our solar system. And that was part of what was causing this rising of frequency. Um, so I, I don't know. I, I don't know enough about all that to, to know, but I can sure feel the acceleration. And, um, but, it's, it's but there. No, people, can, people can do this on their own. They just have to get a sense that, oh, look, here I am in the center of a big ball. And my ball expands and contracts like a zoom lens on a camera. So if I concentrate, my ball shrinks down to a little, little reality, a little physical reality. If I dream at night and expand way out, I'm out in the higher realms, you know, and that's my reality then. So it's, the ball is just a, you know, a figment of your imagination to give you a sense of a present moment. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.